KRXO FM and KRXO HD Oklahoma City. KRXO Claremore Tulsa, a product of Tyler Media, reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa. Welcome everyone to the First Take Thunder Postgame Show. I'm Christine Butterfield, and by my left, or by my right, is Who the... cares about directions? The Thunder are only going you. one direction. Down. Oh! <laughs> With the tank. That's Brady Trantham, Metallica enthusiast. And in the booth with us, your favorite producer's favorite producer, Matt Burton. I'm back. We good missed you. Well, you were back. We'll get into this later, but uh, you were here and you were gone, and then you would come back frequently. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can, yeah, we can talk about that. The vibes, mm-hmm. the vibes were vibes, all over. The vibes place. were all over. You, the you guys' vibes, vibes were good. My vibes were off tonight. Vibes were off. Your vibes are never off, Matt. The Thunder's vibes were, uh, they tragic? were terrible in the first quarter. My oh, goodness. tragic. I mean, the Clippers were outscoring them two to one. I so the game Thunder lost. Obviously, going down the tank, they lost one twenty to one hundred six to the LA Clippers. Now in the first quarter specifically, the Thunder were just being outshot they only were they didn't even score a three in the first quarter they, they, they got 12 yeah it was just tragic so bad they said a bad word in class they t- got taken to the principal's office and they got paddled in the butt it happens it's yeah. gonna happen in la i don't know if they're gonna blame it on the uh time change or well we can't say la nightlife is undefeated during times of play can we matt burden oh we can we can really it's undefeated but the the health and safety protocols oh Excuse me. Well, the Thunder, Do we not hear no. what George, George Hill's comments on it? Or He's grown, He's going to do whatever he wants. He's going to do whatever he wants. <laughs> He's going to do what he wants. He don't care about what the NBA thinks. Or Mark Dagnall, because frankly, he's probably o- older than Mark. <laughs> I don't even know the science on that. I don't think anybody knows the correct age of George Hill. Like We've been able to guess as to what time he was born. He's like a North Korean dictator. We think he was born around this time. I just can't take Mark Dagnall seriously when he looks like a middle school band teacher like i still can't wow we're already just just dumping on the thunder's first year head coach christine what is what is the meaning of this i just i just can't it i just can't get over a good job i can't get over it no he's doing fine they're developing well a lot of them have improved since the beginning of the season um but brady so before we get into the improvements that they did throughout the game it seems like if the thunder can't get started in the first quarter they're unable to win the game. Usually they can't come back. They usually are able to turn it up by the third quarter. I think that's when they kind of hit their stride in most games or they hit it in the clutch in like the last five minutes. But how much of an issue do you think this is moving forward if they cannot seem to be shooting well starting off in the first quarter or going into the second quarter? Yeah, I mean, like you said, they started off uh, in the first quarter missing all 12 of their three-point attempts. The Thunder are a team that want to shoot. A ton of threes, uh, not necessarily to hit a high percentage of those threes, but to simply make a bunch of them just from a, a pure raw numbers make standpoint. Um, and quite a few of those three-pointers statistically over their first 13, 14 games have come in the first quarter. And I think by this point we can kind of assume that just like even tonight where the Thunder got it down to around 10 uh, late in the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter before they ultimately just kind of weren't as good as the Clippers uh, clearly, I think they kind of understand, you know what, for the most part, we can sneak up on a bunch of teams. We can at least use our effort, all the cliche corny things that make us a basketball team. 
we can use that to potentially go on a run in the second half and potentially make it an interesting game. You know, a 10-point lead in the NBA is not safe. It is That is not a lead that any fan base, if you're sitting at home watching your team uh, with a 10-point lead, that was once a 25-point lead at one point in the beginning of the game. Uh, you are not sitting there going just with, you're not comfortable. with confidence. Yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, hurry up and end this game or go on a quick 6-2 run and just end them, please. So for that, you know, going back with the first quarter thing, yeah, if the Thunder can shoot well in the first quarter, it increases their margin for error. So when that time comes, they're not praying to get down by 10. They're praying to either be up by a few points or let's get it down to a possession. And then we'll take our chances with, with SGA. We'll take our chances with Ludor. And then whoever else wants to score. Michael you know, Scala, the, question mark? <laughs> well, I mean, no Al Horford on this road trip. He just had his child. Uh, shout out to him and his family. Uh, fourth child, I think. Jerry, isn't that right? Didn't yeah, you, I believe it's the fourth. The fourth Horford. Fourth little Horford. That is a hard sentence to say. But, yeah, I mean, Shea Gilles-Alexander, 30 points, 8 assists, 3 rebounds. Okay, you know, I guess that's kind of okay. Lou Dort did his thing, 19.7 to 13 from the floor. George Hill had 12 points, although I think six of those came super late in garbage time. Mm -hmm. But again, Christine, this was just a case of a third guy did not emerge. And Hamadou Diallo had 10 points, but he did not kind of have a game that we saw him have against Brooklyn, against the Knicks. Darius Baisley's offensive struggles continue. Yeah. So... Like, yes, it has to come down to the Thunder starting off quick because that will increase their margin for error late in the game. But it's also helped if somebody else besides SGA and Lou Dort can hit some shots. Exactly. And I think that we all thought that it was going to be Darius Baisley at the beginning of the season since he was one of the bookends of their franchise moving from last season into this season. Someone that the Thunder were confident in. Someone that looked like they had a future. Someone that looked like they could help lead this team. But he's been pretty disappointing um the past like five or six games I feel like and we've kind of talked about is it a rut or is this kind of leaning more towards he's just not comfortable enough yet in this lineup and Matt you weren't here for the last post game because this is kind of the conversation that Brady and I had yes yeah because uh you had better things to do anyway (laughs) but I just needed to know your opinion on this like do you think this is something that Darius Beasley should be concerned with or do you really think that he's just in a bad rut right now? No, I think it is, I think it's just a bad stretch to be honest. I mean, he's uh in his second year in the NBA, he's he's shown flashes. We've seen what he can do. We we know the good with Darius Beasley. We are seeing the bad right now. And he is not experienced. Like I said, only his second year. He's not experienced, so that consistent that consistency will come with experience. Just more games played. I think that consistency will come. We've seen how good Darius Baisley can be. And, you know, as a young guy, it, it doesn't shock me that he's going through a bad spell. It doesn't shock me. Right. But at least he's getting he's he's getting to play through it rather than if he was on, let's say, the Clippers right now. Like if he were on the Clippers right now, I don't he would not be getting thirty three minutes. <laughs> to try to to try to work to it, figure it out to try to no, work, work through it. So I I think it's good for him to you know play play these minutes, you know kind of learn from uh, learn from this like this rut that he's in, and uh, try to play his way through it. You know. Yeah, I mean that's the best you can do in this league, especially when he's undersized for the position he's playing at, anyways. So it's going to be hard for him to kind of contest against these bigger guys, stronger guys, more experienced players. And we saw a little bit of that tonight. He got snuffed a little bit. He um, couldn't make it happen in the lane. He did get, you know, eight points. 
He was three of eight, two of six from the three-point range. I just think that he is a lot more capable than he even believes at this point because there are times when he's open where I truly believe that he can make that shot. And I know that he recognizes that that's the shot that he can take, but I don't know if he believes that he's going to make it. And that's pretty much half the battle for me. So it's frustrating to me when I watch Darius Baisley sometimes when I see these flashes and glimpses, like you were saying, Matt, about how good he can be and what he's capable of doing with his skill set and versatility, but he's not able to kind of execute it in the correct fashion. Yeah, I mean, Mark Dagnall was just asked about this, I think, yesterday, um, and he kind of equated it to, well, we're kind of throwing him out in the deep end and expecting him to know how to swim, and he's talking about the defensive responsibility, and maybe that's kind of bleeding into his offensive side of the game, and if that's the case... You're, you're allowed a grace period if you're a young player like Darius Baisley, but at some point it's like, okay, you need to rise above that. And, I mean, to me, guys, it's not necessarily just the shot making because Darius Baisley, I don't think, is ever really going to be a player that's going to be taking more than 14 or 15 shots, even if he hits the offensive ceiling that we think he's capable of. I see him as more of a versatile kind of Swiss Army knife, do, all, do everything for the offense, where SGA can be the primary scorer at times. Uh, maybe a second person emerges. Maybe it's Lou Dort, for all we know. Or maybe it's somebody to be drafted later. Darius Baisley, I see as a guy that can help facilitate the offense, that can rebound especially, uh, that can play defense, that can focus on that side of the floor a lot more than just his offense. And then when called upon, can hit a rather efficient clip from the floor. And I mean, look no further than just kind of how the season's gone along. The first seven games, he was nearly averaging a triple-double, 13 points and nine rebounds. And the last uh, six games, it's been under eight points, and really where it's kind of killed him is he, his rebounds have been split in half, nearly uh, 4.8 over the last six games. So it's not just the shot making. It's just he's been absolutely minimal, uh, minimized on the glass. And you would think with Noel Horford, he would need to step up in that regard. He is the le- team leader in rebounds, and it just hasn't happened. So maybe it's just a whole bunch of things starting to accumulate for him, and this is just a bad little wave he's going to have to experience and get over at some point but like i said at some point he does need to get over it and if the thunder want to win some games they're going to need Darius spacey to play not just better in terms of scoring but he just needs to be playing better basketball regardless if the thunder want to win a game yeah and i believe that he has it in him which is why i get frustrated sometimes when i watch him because like you said he can have that Swiss Army Knife skill set. Like He can be versatile due to his size, due to his shooting ability, and his playmaking ability, but he's just not able to execute that at the level that the Thunder want right now. I mean, he was earlier in the season, and he was showing glimpses of it in the previous season, but I don't know if it's due to the added pressure. I don't know if he just doesn't get enough rest now that Al Horford's out. I don't really know what is accumulating into what's happening with him right now. Although, I, all, I, all I know is he needs to switch it up and he needs to get back his game. But that's enough about Darius Baisley. Let's do something a little bit more positive. Matt, would you please get into the Thunder Player of the Game? Now, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game. Brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Brady, care to go first? No. Oh. The player, okay. the player of the game that I'm watching right now, this looks fun. Denver and Phoenix. Phoenix is actually playing basketball again, Matt. They Must get, be nice. They get I to, love that. I love that for them. Me too. <laughs> I know. Chris Paul probably enjoyed his week and a half off. You know, he's he's, he's, he's an drinking older, some plant-based wine, probably. He's yeah. an older gentleman. He probably appreciates the, uh, you know, just the, the little added bit, rest. A little <laughs> bit more time at the homestead. No, the player of the game tonight, uh, I, I think the broadcast said Hamadou Diallo. 
Which, Did they really? Which I mean, if he okay. would have if he would have finished that that dunk, dunk yes, then yes, <laughs> that dunk should have been worth like seven points if he was able uh, to finish that, and that should have reminded everybody that yeah, at one point Hamadou Diallo was the slam dunk champion because he can he can physically do things like that, but. I mean, to me, it was Lou Dort. Lou Dort did so much offensively, um, uh, 50% from the three-point line, continuing to shoot at a high clip overall from the three-point line. Um, even showed his ability to put the ball on the floor. Uh, caught Paul George a little bit slow on the rotation, heading to the rim, got him in the restricted area for an and one, which he was able to finish uh, both at the rim and at the free throw line. And he, he brought it defensively on some sequences, but, I mean, the Clippers are... You know, next to the Lakers, maybe the Bucks, the most talented roster in the NBA. I don't expect Lou Dort to shut anybody down. He brought it a handful of times, and that's what I kind of expect. So Lou Dort's my player of the game. All right. Well, I don't want to go chalk, rock chalk, if you will. But yeah, it's okay. I don't. You, want, you I made don't, fun. Of, you started talking about Duke earlier, and I just couldn't deal with it. I don't so. want the FBI to interrogate you either, Christine. Well, <laughs> rude. I'm not going into that right now, but. Um, I'm not going chalk, so I'm just going to go with SGA. Uh, he couldn't really get it done in the beginning, or you know, he was pretty cold from the beginning, but heading into the second half, I thought he really turned up the heat. He was doing a great job at attacking the rim, being aggressive offensively, but also getting it done defensively, and he was 11 of 20 from the field, so he was shooting a little bit above 50%, which is really good, and just talking about how he's able to lead this offense and just when he needs to get things going he's able to get everyone involved and he finished with eight assists so he was kind of getting it done everywhere so he's going to be my player of the game but Matt who's your pick yeah I was going to also go with Shea Gildas Alexander I mean in reality it probably was Lou Dort that third quarter run that cut their lead to what 10 I think they got it down to 10 it was it was primarily Lou Dort and some of Muscala put in there um, and then Shea, Shea got hot at the end, but it's 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 hard to stare at 30 and 8 and two steals. Is that the most he scored? And, is that his season high this far? I think far? he had 33. His season high was... I think... I just can't who remember are you who talking about, Lou Dort? Shea. Shea. Mm. I think he had 33. Oh, you're right. You're right, because I think yeah. he had eight. Spurs? A, yeah, I think it was his career high that he right. broke. So. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Shea. Um, but, yeah, no, I can't stare at 30 points eight assists two steals and 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 not pick that but it 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 probably was Lou Dort because he did cut the lead and let's be honest this game was over after the first quarter so this game was over in the first quarter exactly right uh when we get back we're going to be joined with godfather of thunder coverage Jerry Ramsey and also your tank man of the game stay tuned welcome back to the thunder first take post game show I'm Christine Butterfield here with Brady Trantham. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Okay. Someone drew a pretty picture on the whiteboard. I'm not talking about it. And Matt Burton in the booth. So we're about to be joined by someone who brings something to the table. At least he's funny. Here's Jerry Ramsey. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Guys, first of all, I haven't been up at 1130 on a Friday night in a long time. Um, usually Bible study ends about nine, uh, and those are the, those are the crazy nights. Uh, but, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been toning those down, uh, here recently because of the COVID and stuff. But, um, can we talk about some stuff? By the way, Christine, did you give the score for those that are just now joining us? Oh yes. Uh, just for everyone just now joining us and did not see any of the game. The score to the game was thunder tanking going down. It is 120, 106 thunder loose. 
Okay. Uh, Brady, Matt, either one of you guys, do you have the biggest deficit in the game? Is it 29? I believe it was 29. I think I have 29. Uh, 6A Player of the Year nominee? It was 27, actually. <laughs> oh, 29 was what? Denver the other night. Yes, it was 27. Okay. Oh, oh, 27 I'm, hey, I'm so sorry. I have my <laughs> 27 and 29 deficits in I, back-to-back games confused. Good call. Go I ahead. just wanted to Christine. let you know. No, 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 you're fine. I'm, I'm kind of going with somewhere here. Do you remember how how many points were they down to the Lakers? Do you remember that? Was it? It was uh, 20. That was like. 20. Uh, 20 okay. Uh, how about the Bulls? They came back from how many? They were down 24, correct? Or 22. I think it was, yeah. They had a 24-point deficit against the Bulls last year. So okay. I, I'm confused as, my, as to my deficits. So where I'm going with this, guys, is I'm joining you at 1130 at night to tell everyone that can listen, the Thunder are getting their ass kicked a lot. How many were they down to Philadelphia? They didn't play Philadelphia. Oh, thank God. The, <laughs> they're one of the best teams in the league. Well, here, here's the embarrassing thing about the Thunder thus far. They lost by 30 to the Miami Heat. They're terrible right now. Miami Heat are scrounging up some wins here and there, so that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I, the I, cynical Miami Heat fan. This is what the oh. Heat do. Pat Riley just does this. He'll go to the finals and then stumble out of the gate the next season. It's just tales old as time. The Miami Feet fans, that's a whole different uh, group, and I think they podcast. I don't know if they actually have a station. Rex Ryan seems to be so mad that he's a football coach and not a basketball coach. (laughs) (laughs) If it was the Miami Feet. Yes. Uh, Okay, so here's here's my problem with this. Like, it's our job. I'm done. It's my job. Mm. It's it's, it's our job to sit and tell you about your Oklahoma City Thunder, how things are working out. And you remember this team that was too good to tank about a week and a half ago? They're getting smoked. They're absolutely getting smoked by every genre of NBA team. Up-and-coming team, Chicago has them down. Uh, Denver, teams that can't figure it out, that need some Robitussin. Guess what? The Thunder was a Robitussin. And then you have your L.A. teams, who are the best of the best. And yes, by the way, they will smoke you too. Right now, when they get off the plane coming back from Oklahoma City, they are going to have an aroma of barbecue chicken because... Uh, Shea at 30. Woohoo! Dort's playing well in quarters. Yeah! I mean, they need to put 48 minutes together. 48 total minutes. You know how bad it is? I didn't get a chance to ask Mark Dagnall tonight because the raise hand oh, did option. You get, did you no, get yeah, the raise hand rate? option was not there for me. So I don't know if it was conveniently removed because they knew I was coming with the smoke. The Thunder to go with silencing the, the media? Again. Oh, right? no. <laughs> What it's bad enough they can't see your face, Jerry. <laughs> I'm just saying, it has to wear on that team that every. it just seems like every minute they're on the court, they're digging out of a hole. Am I, am I wrong? No, I mean, at some point, they're going to get tired of busting their ass. Like, Lou Dort helped bring this team back. I mean, obviously, it's a team effort, but they're down 27 points at some point in the second quarter, the beginning of the third quarter, and they get it down to 10 at, by you know a mass sequence and a lot of that comes off of hustle and all the corny things and that wears off and if the thunder have to keep doing this night after night after night they're not just going to hit a wall where they lose a handful of games they're going to lose a handful of games and they're not going to be competitive whatsoever that's what this team's been able to hang its hat on but that's the consequence when you literally don't make a three in the first quarter like not only are they not playing four quarters of basketball which is hard to do for any team but when you're playing such 
like a terrible first quarter, you then have to play that much better for the rest of the game. So if they were able to play more consistently throughout the four quarters, it wouldn't they wouldn't have to work as hard. But because they end up digging this hole for themselves because they take too long getting started on offense and they also break down on defense way too quickly, their backside rotations are off. When it comes to the second quarter, they know they need to turn up the heat to an extra 150 instead of just playing at a good 100 or even 90%. So they have to make up for lost time, and that's when they become exhausted. And if they keep that up for the rest of the season, I think they will burn out. I think that um, that Roby uh, is admirable what he's doing, but he's outmatched. Uh, Remember, this is the guy that was going to get cut. Uh, the last day, I think it was me, John Hamm, and Brady Trantham were doing like some sort of uh, preseason wrap-up show or something. I don't know what, what we were doing. And then he comes out the Frank Jackson gets moved, and all of us are like, well, oh, I thought that was going to be Roby. Now the brother's starting, and he is undersized. He's like Fletch, where he's like 6'6", 6'9", with the afro. I mean, if he cut that fro, you could see how undersized he is. And it's it, it's just kind of ridiculous why do you think uh, he's letting it grow so high? <laughs> just to get he that. He has to prove he's got a little image. bit of height. That's how Kyler Murray gets to be six feet in some uh, some measurements because of the hair. Did you? I I just I had had enough. Like, and I was already I was already annoyed because my chips weren't big enough to dip. If you followed me on Twitter, you could see that I was going through that. I was so uh, concerned was for you. I'm deal. glad that you made it through. I had to eat the chips without dip because they were too small to dip. And then I look up. And there is Marcus Morris backing down Pokashevsky. And I'm like, oh, God, how did we get here? What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> At yeah. least it was, the, it was the good Morris and not the bad one. Go ahead, Brady. No, sorry. Uh, Zubot's son, uh, Alexei Pokashevsky. Is it the first time Poku's been uh, postered this year in his, in his NBA career? It's going to be a lot. <laughs> are, you talking about, okay, are you talking about the first half dunk or the second one? Or uh, the second half dunk? I only remember the one. I think only... there's one in the. There's one in the first half, Brady, which I think is tremendous and just shows you uh, how Poku is developing right now. Poku's in the post. He's down there uh, by the basket, and he instinctively goes to cover the perimeter, leaving the lane wide, blank, and open for Zubak just to throw it down. And I was like, oh, I hung my head and cried. He also, he also got switched on to uh, Paul George, and... It ended about as about how you think it would. I, wait, wait, I'm just receiving word from the Thunder that we have to mention that he is the youngest player in the NBA. Like that, that's important to to know that there, he is the youngest player in the NBA. Breaking news, uh, really quick, Jerry. I, I want to shift this back to Isaiah Roby, and I don't know how many times I'm going to say that this season, but I, I do want to ask a question because we were talking about Darius Baisley in the previous segment. I don't know if you got to hear this, but first seven games, Bear, uh, Darius Baisley's averaging a near tri- or double double. Almost said triple double, a near double double. Uh, 13 points, 9 rebounds. He was the team leader in rebounds, even over Al Horford. And over the last six games, it's dipped down to 7 points and 5 rebounds. And the majority of those games have been without Al Horford. So you would just assume, okay, no Al Horford. Darius Baisley should feast on on the glass. But maybe it's because Isaiah Roby is undersized and he brings a different energy to the floor in that he has to hustle his tail off in order to get rebounds, whereas Al Horford can just kind of stand in an area and get it because he's just bigger and taller. But whatever it is, it's I feel like it's affecting Darius Baisley. So my weird question, Jerry, is are you noticing anything with Isaiah Roby being on the floor, being on the floor that could be contributing to Darius Baisley having such a drastic dip over the last six games? 
I think we talked about in the last post game whenever we were talking about how SGA and, and Baisley just have this weird chemistry about them. And, and maybe you have uh, happenstanced upon something uh, with the absence of Horford and, and what Roby does. Uh, Roby, it would seem like, like you said, Darius Baisley would be able to be, do better because there's another active body and not just a, uh, you know, an, an old man taking up space. I mean, he's smart now. He does it. He, he's a true NBA pro and knows where and go and how to pop and pick and all that stuff. But maybe there is something to that because I'll be honest with you with the, uh, you know, with the, the five man rotation of Hill, Alexander, Dort, Baisley and Roby, who, who is your, your big time rebounder? Like it, who who do you trust going to the glass to go grab one? And it, it really does fall on Roby or Baisley. And if I'm a defender, I, I'm easily putting my butt on one of those guys, and I don't need help keeping Horford off the glass that would free up Baisley or SGA or Dort. So maybe it's it's a simple equation of with this five that they have on the floor right now, they can they can block out five on five, and they don't have to worry about the craftiness of uh, now Horford. Burton, can you isolate that soundbite where Jerry said that he was going to put his butt on one of those guys? I mean, I definitely can. Oh, I mean, you Brady, you don't can. have to ask Burton to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, no, that shame. would that would mean you'd have to get off of your throne in Edmond and come up here and do that. So. I just want to use it as a, uh, I, I guess a, a a ringtone for you on my sure. personal. That's not phone. true. And Christine, that's not true. I actually have that software. I had them put it on one of my laptops at home, so I can oh. actually do that from home. Don't don't worry don't worry about me, kid. I got this. Okay, you got this. Sure. <laughs> All right, Matt. Don't worry I, about my throne here. I I'm I was just concerned because I saw that you had ran out of chips, and I just thought, wow, um, where's the king's jester to give him, you know, his refill? I used to have interns that would do stuff like that for me. We don't have that anymore. Isn't that sad? Look at what COVID done to your productivity. Saddest, saddest day is when I found out that COVID took my interns. That is the absolute. Did you saddest cry, day Jerry? I don't cry. <laughs> I doubt that. Man, this is regrettable. Uh, anyway, Matt, <laughs> let's get into Tank Commander of the game. We're good. Tanking. Yeah! Sorry, we're going, we're going tanking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! All right. Can I just say Poku or no? Or do I have to wait? Do I jump the gun? <laughs> I mean, you kind of already did. Yeah, so. Damn it. He got sun, man. Jerry, you know my theory about this. It's because he was wearing the undershirt. He had it on again. And and Mike Muscala, he he got in with him last game, and guess what? He sucked. Tonight, he wasn't wearing it. (laughs) Scored 11 points and was uh, 4-11 from the field. So you know what? I really believe it's the undershirt. Okay. I'm sorry. That was a reflex. Christine, do your business. Thank you for your permission, even though I shouldn't have to ask for it. My tank commander of the game is actually going to be Teo Maladon because when it comes to leading the bench, he takes that responsibility whether he should have to or not based on his experience in the NBA. Either way, he holds that, and he has not been able to be productive or effective as a leader of the secondary offense, and that's kind of gone on to Hamadou Diallo and Mike Muscala, although Hamadou Diallo is way too inconsistent for that to be his prime position. So Teo is just not 
getting everyone involved. He was not leading the offense. There was no flow when he was in. And he was two of seven from the field, not shooting well at all. Had five rebounds, which was better than both Darius Baisley and Isaiah Roby, which is saying something, but he really needs to do better at leading that. So he's my tank commander of the game today. Brady? Did you steal my notes? I thought Did I was I really. Be, I thought I was going to be the smart one and pick Teo Maldon for the first time this season. I think I don't think he's ever been picked for Tank Commander of a game. No, I I don't think so and either. It, it's really just because like I'm not going to pick Poku because he only took four shots. Like, yeah, I don't care. I don't expect him to really hit anything. But when I see that stat line from the other night against the Denver Nuggets where he was 0 for seven, 0 for stop shooting. Once you get to four or five and you haven't made it, just like, hey, it's not, not my night. That's when I'm like, I'm going to be a good passer tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know what? He can do other things. That's the frustrating thing. Right. It's like he can't. It's not that he cannot pass or he cannot rebound or he cannot push the pace once he gets the ball off the glass. Like, do other things. So that's why I didn't go Poku. So I'll just, you know, everything you said, copy and paste it on Teo Maladon. Bet. Love that for me. Matt Burton, you're up next. Uh, guys, I hate to break it to you. I was also thinking that it's going to be. I thought I was going to be the smart one with Teo. Um, let's see. Uh, scramble pick. I'll scramble pick. Uh, Just go Kendrick Williams. Yeah. George Hill. I'll, I'll scramble pick George Hill, even though he actually really didn't have that bad of a game. Okay. He just showed up. He just showed up when the game was already over. In the, the fourth starters quarter. were fairly good, yeah. even with yeah, Darius basically having a. Ugh. They were fine, but yeah, I mean Poku's like an easy pick, but he wasn't like. He's an easy pick, but yeah, I was going to go with Teo as well, the Darius which is, is probably unfair to Teo, but you know, it's okay. The, no, it's not. The Darius' first shot hit the side of the backboard. I don't know if it was his first shot, but he definitely did hit the that the Paul George Memorial side of the backboard. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic. All right. And that was your tank commander of the game. My favorite oh, second. Oh, Jerry didn't get one. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I thought I, you already I, said Poku. I'm sorry. I Wait, you want to get back oh, on yeah, him? Right. You want to get back yes. on this? That's, uh, well, yes. I've, I've gone through all the trouble of pushing this button to join you guys. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's my... Here, do you want to be the smart one? How about, the, how about the first quarter offense? That is your tank commander, uh, whatever, hi-ho dude of the game right there. Are you kidding me? They couldn't hit. They couldn't hit the broad side of a damn barn, right? Oh, 12 in the first quarter. The defensive intensity. I mean, what they couldn't. Nobody on that play. Who went to school? They might finish college. Couldn't spell intensity. I mean, it was just a damn shame. They got doubled up. Isn't that what you said, Christine? They got doubled. How do you get doubled up? And especially if you're coming off of not one, two, three, four bad performances. They all contributed to the S sandwich that was the first quarter. That first quarter was the tank commander of the yeah, game. And the sad thing is the rest of the game, I think they shot 14 of 30 from the three-point line, so very, very well. If they would have just hit a below-average percentage in the first quarter from, from deep, they may have been down by 17 instead of 27, for all we know. <laughs> That's, I do like that. And I do want to throw in that SGA had 30 points, but those are empty calories. I mean that that's that, that's what that is. I mean I'm glad he got 30 points. And, okay, and a couple of good drives, but I on. thought we were supposed to be viewing this season as a developmental season. So we are. We are. Okay, right. We're charging this season to the game. So that's if what we're, we're not, doing. so Jerry, and if we're not looking at wins and losses, then game, how can you say that 30 points in a game is the empty calories? It's empty calories. I mean, at some point, I mean, it, it's it's nice that he was scoring, but. I mean, if we're going to develop, let's let's get yeah, some other stuff I, I going. Wish, I wish Darius Baisley would score empty calories. Do something. <laughs> we're charging this season to the game, and to quote Fletch, 
from earlier, Jerry Ramsey, earlier in the segment. We're putting it on the underhills. You know who can miss the empty calories? Poku. Yes, he can. I'll have a steak sandwich, a Bloody Mary, and a steak sandwich. On the underhills. Just don't. Uh, Put it on the underhills. Just don't give Matt Burton that Philly cheesesteak. No no Philly cheesesteaks for Matt Burton anymore. But okay, here's what I. Hold on. Okay, so 20, 20 shots for SGA. Maybe he distributes the ball. He sees that his teammates aren't getting involved and you know i mean they're down by 20 some odd christine that's what i'm talking about empty calories i mean i'm glad that he felt good and he got his workout in or whatever but i mean they're trying to figure some stuff out nice eight assist but come on let's get some ball movement i think he did pretty well with ball movement tonight i'm I'm not gonna lie i mean i personally believe that the thunder's ball movement is I don't want to say superior, but I think that they're above average in their ball movement, and I think a lot of that has to do with Shea's vision of the floor. I think that you can easily make them one-dimensional, and if you start to give Shea his, he sometimes, it, it, it's beautiful to watch a lot of people, oh, look at that, you know, what a great finesse move, what a good move there, but then the other guys don't get engaged, and right now, it's really important to start uh, figuring out how to get Baisley started. And Lou Dort just sort of figures it out himself and shows up in the third quarter. So that's what I, that that that's all I'm saying. I, I just if if we're developing, we don't care about wins and losses. Let's play the game right. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't know what's going on between SGA and Darius Baisley's chemistry. Although I do believe some of that falls on Darius Baisley for not being able to make those shots. And I like what Brady said earlier about Roby being on the floor and maybe not opening up a. A big enough space for for Baisley to figure out, and he's on the fly trying to figure stuff out. So, I, you know, and the one before I actually get ready, get, you know, get out of here, I want to talk to a guy who's actually played the game and uh, put his sneakers on the hardwood <laughs> at a high, high level, uh, single by choice. I laced him up just like you, Jay, Mister Matt Burton, uh, right? Cougar killer. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. We'll, we'll go with that. About Cougar Slayer. <laughs> Ooh. I just know that I, I just found out that you guys exposed me the other night when I wasn't here, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, real cool. I huh? was wondering when this was gonna come up. Once you done slayed twenty thirty of these cougars, then you're ready to move up to the upper echelon. Awkward. Shall we be named Tiger King? Well, here's what I'm gonna say. We're gonna go to Gilligan's Island though. Uh who is your who is your favorite character in Gilligan's Island, uh, Brady? Oh, that's a that's a great question. Uh, uh, no, Thurston Christine? Howell. Okay, Christine. I, I've never watched the show. Really? No. Give my favorite character. Yeah, my favorite character. My really Ginger. My favorite character. The prof- the professor. Uh, anyway, could you, <laughs> Matt Burton, just explain some of the uh, uh, some of the uh, the Mass movement calm. with uh, with uh, Roby on the floor? No, Roby looks good. He he does look good, but he's not going to be like, oh, this guy should should start. He he's playing his way into being, I think, a future role player. But he, I don't think he's going to be anything more than that. He he can spot start, I guess. Um, but no, he looks like he's progressing a little bit. He just he's he's never going to be that like, oh yeah, he's going to start for this team long term. I I don't think that'll ever happen. I'd just love to watch a Thunder game where they're not down by 20 at some point. That, that, would, be, that would be a nice step for me. Whatever role Isaiah Roby could have, you just need to take that role, copy and paste it into like 20 different roles, and give them to Alexei Pokushevsky and say, eat, and please get bigger. Because if you're going to be trying to defend the post, son, this just ain't going to work. 
That dude needs to have like 50 meals in two days every day. <laughs> he is a teenager, though, and they have mad, uh, what, what do you call that? Metabolism. Metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. I, like, miss, I miss that metabolism. <laughs> this this <Yeah>. goes back. <laughs> good, good one. <laughs> this goes back to a great conversation we had during the game, guys, is can you snort protein powder? Does that actually And what it tells you? you. And, no, and, the question is it can you snort protein you powder? Can. The question yeah. is can you snort pre-workout? Well, can, That's you, where well, you physically can, yes. Do you yield more benefits from snorting it is the main question. I'm here. honestly so and intrigued. If the no. science backs it up, we need to go contact the Thunder and say, just get a line of protein powder, <laughs> and after practice, just help. Just help help get some lines. Go. Do a bump now. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> should, I, yep. should I dump this, Jerry? Do you know? <laughs> yep. No, I think we're good. Th- I think we're th- straight. The thoughts and views expressed by Brady Trantham <laughs> are nuts. I'm trying to help, Those, I'm trying um, to help our boy question. get bigger. Okay. We're just trying right. to help. There's nothing wrong with protein powder. <laughs> nothing illegal about yeah, it. Yeah, you're not gonna get you know, you're not gonna get suspended in the NBA for protein powder. I hope not. Just think of the caffeine intake if you snort pre workout. <laughs> Brady and Christine, you guys need to put in your bios uh, views. Views are my own. They do not reflect my employer. <laughs> Retweets don't mean endorsement. Yeah, <laughs> yes, like, exactly. Don't that equal one, yes. endorsements. Exactly. Views are my own. I'm not that important. <laughs> no. But thank you, Jerry, for joining us. Oh, uh, taking time my, out of your night. My pleasure. Uh, like I'm working at a freaking Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Why do you sound so sarcastic? No, Have, see, I already turned off the button. Now i got to turn it back on. Have fun with uh, Bible study, Jerry. Bye. See you guys. <laughs> okay, bye. Anyway, stick with us because we have the Around the Association coming up next. A lot of good games going on. Just a reminder, the Thunder lose tonight 120 to 106 to the Clippers. But we will be right back. Thank you. You guys are back with the Thunder First Take Post Game Show. I'm Christine Butterfield. You're with Brady Trantham and Matt Burton. Cougar Slayer? Cougar Killer? I don't know. Former. Not, no, oh, I guess former. Blown my swat up. Does, does she know that the people know now that she exists? No. Does she listen? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Anyway, Thunder lose tonight, one one twenty to one hundred six. Excuse me, to the L.A. Coop Clippers. The L.A. Cougars. <laughs> yeah, that's my hey, kind of team. I was just thinking a Cougar killer. Thunder yeah, fans, my kind of team. Don't worry. Just pretend that <laughs> basketball is like golf. The low score wins, and in that case, the Thunder did pretty well tonight. Oh yeah. If you're like crying because the Thunder lost because you don't believe in the tank, then. Just go with the golf score, and you'll Embrace be fine. the tank. The tank is the way. The tank is the light. The tank is salvation. Wow, that just got really introspective. I just imagine they're like a, like a really small sect of Thunder fans that are like cultists that are like worshiping the idol of the tank. Do you tank. think they like hold hands right. and go around in a circle and yes. just... Do you yeah. embrace the tank, and if you're like kind of questioning if you do or not, then they'll make an example of you in some way, shape, or form. You have sacrifice to memorize you. SGA stats every game. They sacrifice you on the altar of uh, <laughs> Hinky. No, they like they like put. The, oh my god! I just thought of something really morbid. They would like hang you with a basketball rim. Oh, oh no! Geez. All right. Yikes! Oh, anyway, okay. anyway, Matt, please take us around the association. Gladly. After that, that was. Uh... I know I, I shouldn't have said it, but did, it just came yeah, to my brain. Okay. Did, did Jalen Did Jalen Rose Can't get LeBron James's hair color? Hairline. Jalen Rose is the best hairline in the game. Better than Paul George's? Yes. No, Jalen Rose is 
top tier. Top tier hairline on that guy. Eh, it's not bad. It's not too bad. Continue. Okay. But all right. We're going to start off. There are a lot of games to go through, so I will try to make this as long as possible so we can waste some time. <laughs> but, uh, the uh, Chicago Bulls went to Charlotte tonight to take on the Hornets and came away with the dub. Zach Levine had 29, 25 points and nine assists to lead the way. And Gordon Hayward led the way with 34 for the Hornets. Bulls won 123 to 110. Um, in a... Let's let's go to a team that is competing with Oklahoma City, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, they hosted the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Atlanta came away with the dub, one sixteen to ninety eight. Trey Young, forty three tonight. Following, I think he had what thirty eight the other night too, or in his last game. Trey Young shooting it, shooting it good, and Clint Capella had a triple double with blocks. With thirteen blocks. points, thirteen points, nineteen boards, and ten. Blocks. The old Tim Duncan triple double. Oh, like Capella. I mean, yeah, no. The Timberwolves fall to uh, three and eleven. So, Thunder fans, keep your eye on the T Wolves. Someone to uh, to tank against. <laughs> the, uh, the tanking Timberwolves. I think it has a good ring. To I do. It. That does have a good ring. Uh, the the uh, Pacers hosted the Magic tonight and got the win uh, in OT. One twenty to one eighteen. Nikola Vucevic, uh, 24 points, 12 boards. And DeMontis Sabonis, 18 points, 11 boards, and 9 assists. Almost a triple-double for Domas. Man. That guy. Miss him. Miss him. Damos, uh, also known as? (laughs) Damos. Russell Westbrook. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Man. Too soon, man. Too soon, Brady. (laughs) Did you he played for the Thunder? And um, the Thunder have such a good history of drafting people. The uh, the shock best team in the NBA, uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, are you? Oh, I thought you were videoing me. I thought <laughs> no. Brady was videoing me. <laughs> I no. am now. You know I, get, you know I get stage fright. Do you Stop get self conscious? Stop it. Yes. Anyways, no the Philadelphia 76ers hosted the Celtics tonight and got the win, 122 to 110. Jalen Brown had 42 points. And nine boards. Joel Embiid led the way for the Sixers with 38 points and 11 boards. God, the 76ers. I did not expect them to be this good. Really? They did make good moves getting Danny Green, Seth Curry. Yeah, I thought they were going to be Trading Al Horford. And trading Al Horford. Getting yeah. rid of that. That really getting helped. Getting rid of the old man. Really helped getting some more shooting around Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid. Did you see that he was like the favorite for MVP? I saw so far, I was just about so to bring far. That up. I mean, yeah, we are only through what 15, day. 15, 16 games. But just that Jayhawk blood, you know. Good for him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever, you know. Whatever. Take Great a- comeback, Matt. Okay. Uh, I well, I was gonna do the easy like, oh, we took a pay cut going to the NBA, but that's that's too easy. Don't let me. Yeah, let I know because you're a Duke fan. Don't let me off. I know because it's hard when everyone I, I else know. is cheating. When everyone else is cheating and Duke isn't, it's hard. Oh wow, it's crazy. Okay. What classes did Kyrie okay. Irving take at Duke? Probably all the smart ones. <laughs> <laughs> Flat Earth. All the philosophy whatever. ones. He majored in philosophy. Probably. He is. Um, he is not that, geography. He is that dude that took like two days of a philosophy one on one class <laughs> yeah. and just tried to drop knowledge with his friends. Like, dude, no one cares. Yeah. 
He took all the humanities. Um, Sports. Another Ethics. team. Sports another team that the uh, Thunder tanking against the Detroit Pistons. Detroit. Detroit lost at home tonight to the Rockets, 103 to 102. Close game, but the Pistons fall to three and 12. I'm here, Troy Weaver. Versus Sam Presti. Are they out Man, tanking? The, the, the apprentice becomes the master. Man. I have said this on this post game multiple times. I find it so convenient that Jerry Ramsey is never here for the third segment to defend his terrible pistons. I just noticed that you have a padlock necklace. Okay. What? Are you like locking something down? My inner soul, I guess. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Brady, I'll read this one really quick. Sorry. Uh, The Raptors hosted the Heat, beat them 101 to 81. Uh, Only scored 81 in a regulation length uh, NBA basketball game. No Jimmy Butler, but but still, that's that's tough. Even though Jimmy Butler, it's a bad thing for the Heat if Kendrick Nunn is their leading scorer. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true. Um, Let's see. The. Kings beat the Knicks in Sacramento. Uh, no one really cares. One hundred three to ninety four. Good, good for them. Um, the Nuggets got a big win tonight against the Suns. One thirty to one twenty six in overtime. Nikola Nikola Jokic thirty one points, ten boards, eight assists. Let's see what will Chris Paul do. Eleven points, fifteen assists. Good for the point god. He had like 12 assists in either the first half or the first quarter. I can't remember. I think it was... And he must have stopped passing. Because he's old and he got tired. (laughs) He Uh, said, I I don't have... I don't have to be the main person on this team to carry it all the way through anymore, so I'm just going to keep passing it to people I know that can score. tell Old Man River to start settling down. Bingo's later on. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Dallas Mavericks went to San Antonio tonight. Got a victory 122-117. to Uh, Luka Doncic, 36 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds, and 1 just... If anyone, had, oh, sorry, I hit the old uh, microphone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if anyone, uh, soccer fans out there, the best highlight of the game, go check out Luca's first touch on off Ooh. of the half court shot. Oh yeah, we saw we saw it on TV. Off the half court shot. Yeah, that's the highlight of the game. Well, two things. The other highlight of the game is the fact that the Spurs had their Fiesta court design. Awesome. Um, it's great. It's awesome. And number two, your microphone is acting like a California soy boy. We need to get that fixed. <laughs> we need to get some, some alpha males. Yeah, yeah, we need some alpha male in that microphone stand. And then uh, no I did save babies. this one for last because uh, the Cavaliers beat the Nets again. The Cavaliers beat the Nets again. And uh, no, no Kevin Durant tonight. But Kyrie, 38 points, 5 assists. James Harden, 19 points. 11 assists and probably one temper tantrum. This he is only over, over under, under over is under the, one temper tantrum. So so guys, my question to you is the honeymoon over? Are they starting are huh, they starting the yes. real real marriage life now? Yes. I think Steve Nash said uh shortest honeymoon ever. Right. The quote that's going to probably uh resonate the worst in that locker room and that hey, we just can't just show up to show up to the gym and expect to win. It's not good enough. And then, you know, like, that's the part where Steve Nash kind of looks at the camera. You know, it's like, Kyrie, James, like, I'm going to need, need y'all to play defense because Kevin yeah. can't play defense. Please. We need someone, someone to play defense. Please. Please. And then, uh, yeah, no, Jared, Jared Allen also had a nasty poster on Joe Harris, former teammate from a couple weeks ago. The best afro this side of Ben Wallace. Oh, it's like, fantastic. It's, it's 
majestic. It is fantastic. Beautiful. It's beautiful. And that was around the association. Amazing. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. It was Appreciate pretty. Ama- it was pretty amazing. If I do say so myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially getting into the heat. That was fun. Ooh, Watching sorry, Brady tense up. That was a Man, good time. The for me. heat was. The heat is just not on. But it's winter, you know. So right. You know, once spring, the heat should be don't on. Don't you though. want to turn the up heat the should heat should be on when it's cold though? No, no. I mean, there's too many IG models like that are at Tyler Hero's disposal. Come on now. <laughs> but they're inside. <laughs> like they're not going Christine, anywhere. That's the second risque thing you said on this post game show. My goodness. <laughs> All right. It's 12 o'clock. Sure. Anyway, as we're nearing an end to our Thunder First Take postgame show. A most merciful end. A terrible, tragic end. But what... We had to get into the takeaways from this game. Takeaways moving forward. They lost again by double digits. And... You sound disappointed. Because... Because here's the thing. I go through so like this roller coaster with a Thunder where at the beginning of the season we all thought, okay, this is gonna be, you know, a developmental season. You can't really look at wins and losses with this team. You have to look at how each player is improving from game to game, and then you look at how much they've improved overarching the entire season. Then they started pulling out these wins that you didn't think were imaginable and one of them, for instance, was their win in New Orleans. That was just incredible. And you're starting to look at this team as slightly being competitive, a team that, you know, could end up being as sneaky in that eighth spot in the playoffs. But but moving forward now, because they've been so inconsistent and because of the past couple of games that they haven't been able to get it done in the first quarter or even be competitive in the first quarter, it's really limited their ability to come back and win games that probably would have been manageable if they would have just been slightly below average shooting wise in the first quarter so now for me i don't there are a couple takeaways i can take from this but i don't want to go into it now i want to hear what you have to say first and matt as well just to kind of get your ideas and your opinions on this but what were your biggest takeaways from this game how do you see this game affecting them in the long term and do you think that they're going to be able to fix this first quarter dilemma well i mean just by virtue of playing 72 games, they're going to have first quarters where they shoot the lights out of the ball. Like they, That's just going to happen. They're going to have nights where they shoot like this, where they go 0 of 12, uh, 1 of 9, 1 of 10 from the three-point line, and then therefore they have a much steeper hill to climb, assuming that their opponent just at least has an average night shooting because you know you miss 9 or 10 three-pointers in a quarter and that's all you take. You're 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 automatically fighting and scratching and clawing for your basketball life at that point. So th- those are going to happen. You just hope that it averages out that uh, you just have your normal run of the mill. If we're going to take 10 threes in the opening quarter, hopefully they hit two or three of them to have just a respectable Oklahoma City Thunder percentage for it. Uh, but the other optimistic thing, if you want to take away from this game, is the fact that as much as I want to say they're not going to play the Clippers every night, oh, they're going to play the Clippers again on, uh, was it Sunday? Was yes. It Sunday? Yeah. Ah, goodness. Sunday afternoon. But after that, they're not going to play the Clippers. Oh, dang it. They got to play the, the Blazers and then the Suns. Oh, yeah. It's Thunder fans. We tried to tell you to enjoy that little stretch run that you talked about, Christine, where they can't come back and beat the Pelicans on the road. And you kind of look up and you're like, man, this team has a winning record a few weeks into the season. I didn't expect that at all. This team was going to hit a wall and it should happen 
on this road trip because every team on their schedule is not just better than the Thunder, but significantly better than them in every way, shape, or form. Playoff contention, roster construction, talent, experience, you name it. Like Every team on their schedule is better than them. So um, you just hope that if the games get to a point where they or was like tonight where they were down 27 points, they did come back. They did fight. They did come back and make it respectable uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter when they got it down to 10. That's what you want to see out of a bunch of young guys that are learning how to how to win games. You don't want them to see you don't want to see them just kind of pack it in and say, screw it, I'll just get my empty calorie points and go home. Like, you don't want that at all. So if these things happen, you look for little things like that, little moral victories, if you will, like that. You can have a few of them from tonight if you want to. Yeah, no, you can. And this team, we've, 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 we've talked about it and kind of beat it into, into the ground about how young and inexperienced this team is, um, especially with no Al Horford out there. Um, it, it's, they're going to go through these rough patches where they're not playing good basketball. And it just so happens that it's coming at a time when they're playing some of the best teams in the NBA. Now, they weren't going to, I don't think they were going to compete and beat those guys anyway, but uh, it's going to make it look, look bad if they keep playing like this and they're playing the Blazers and the Clippers again and, and really, really good teams. Um, the, thing that, the thing that is glaring to me tonight is they got out-rebounded re- out by almost 20. 48 to 29. The Clippers out rebounded the Thunder. Tonight. They're going to get out rebounded a again, lot, but by 20, yeah. Again, that's, yeah, that's, uh, you can say that's uh, Al Horford, but Al Horford's not just getting 20 rebounds. He's not making up 19, 20 rebounds. But yeah, that's, that's tough. And like we were talking about, Darius Basley, uh, his rebounding numbers going down. Him only having four rebounds, that's, I mean, they need like to you said, you, some, like, yeah. th- that's the thing, too, uh, with, with Baisley as well. How tall, uh, long, and athletic he is, mm-hmm. he should not only have four rebounds. And that's something that, uh, like, your, your shot's not falling one night. Okay, you, you just don't have it that night. But you can control effort and give a damn. You can control that. And that's, that's mainly what rebounding is. And, uh, yeah, only having four rebounds... Getting out rebounded by George Hill and Teo Maladon, that should never happen to mm. Darius Basley. Definitely not. I mean, rebounding is just based off of judgment and hustle, like you were saying. So there is not, a, in my mind, a reason why Darius Basley shouldn't have those numbers up to at least what they were in the beginning of the season. But it does, you know, like spark this knowledge, I think, to everyone that they're starting to see that the Thunder are really just going to be undersized this season. And when you have Darius Baisley and Isaiah Roby as your bigs, it's going to be an issue moving forward, especially when you're trying to attack the rim, get points in the paint, and also contest on the opposite end of the floor. And that's why you're probably seeing those rebounding numbers go down. Sometimes, even as hard as you try, if your arms aren't as long as the guy next to you, it's not going to matter. But my biggest takeaway from this game is that you have to have three players for the Thunder playing really high-level basketball. You can't just have it be Lou Dort and SGA, or it can't just be SGA and Hamadou Diallo. They have to have one other person in that rotation that is going to be consistently putting up good numbers for the Thunder and making them stay competitive. It's clear to me that, obviously, SGA is going to be their number one guy. Lou Dort has kind of fallen into that second spot the past couple of games, but 
obviously like stint before that it was Hamdou Diallo but like we said before he's very hot and cold so that could it could happen for five games and then he's cold for another 15 and then he hops back in for another five and you just never know with him so in my mind either Darius Baisley George Hill Mike Muscala or Al Horford when he comes back needs to step up for the Thunder if they're going to remain a competitive team because those are the numbers that I think would be capable of going up and those are the strongest players that if it was going to be anyone it would be one of them man that is that is you're right but that is sad also for the the Clippers I don't know what else to say like it's tragic but like they have to make it they have to make it happen, you know? Also, for the Clippers, Patrick Beverly should be fined at least $1,000 for missing a free throw uh, because they would have been 25 for 25 if he did not miss. So, eh, He's a clown. That's true. Did you really expect Patrick Beverly to make his free throw? He made one. It was one of two, but I mean, man, that would have been oh, 25 for 25, 100%. May I thanks, to, thanks to Pat Bev. Way to go. May I make a quick shout-out? Go ahead, Brady. Uh, quick shout-out. Happy early birthday to uh, Nick White, the brewer, owner, operator from Vanessa. Guy, yes. Vanessa House Brew, uh, beer company down on Broadway and 8th. It's our favorite brewing company. Brewery. I love it so much. We do love Vanessa. Go celebrate. We do love Vanessa. Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah, go celebrate with Nick. Go take care of Vanessa. They'll take care of you. The beer is awesome. Yeah, they got good beers are down there. If you haven't tried it yet, I don't know what you're doing. Also, the franchise has a beer there. The commercial free Pilsner. It's got our little logo on it. It's so cute. And it's good, too. I'm not just saying that. Because I'm not just saying I'm that because I have I'm not just saying it because like, we're like, it's our station. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can we get a beer with Matt Burton's face on it? Um, Why don't we have a beer with Matt Burton's face on it? I think the Cougars would. Now we're asking the right questions. Up. Now we're asking the right questions. Yeah, the Cougar right. community would just like destroy that. No, then beer. it needs to be like a Chardonnay. <laughs> Get them a Moscato. Get them a bottle of Moscato. A good, a good Chardonnay or a good Champagne. Anyway, that is your first take Thunder post game show. That was Yummy. Brady Trantham, Matt Burton, Jerry Ramsey, and myself, Christine Butterfield. Once again, the Thunder lose 120 to 106 to the LA Clippers. They will be playing again on Sunday. So stay tuned for all of your Thunder coverage with 1077 the franchise. And we'll see you guys next time.